This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orba. Hello and welcome everyone to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. Thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club where we look at the Melton program, the Saturday night card at the Melton 8 races, 6.30 to the first. Rob Orba, good evening. Yes, hi Dan. Hello everyone and welcome to our preview show for Saturday night. I've got some value I think that we've been able to uh, identify that we can have a little bit of an investment on Saturday night and hopefully uh, snare one uh, at a bit of value. All right, well, that sounds uh, uh, pretty promising to me. We'll, uh, we'll kick things off then, Rob. Um, the first event on the program is the first seat of the uh, Gordon Rothiger Memorial Championship, 2,240 metres. Interesting runner is, uh, is the newcomer to the Andy Gath stable in Cora Valley Star. Uh, he's got three duck eggs next to his name, but uh, he's sure to be um, closing in on favouritism. Yes, Dan, look, this horse here comes across from New Zealand, obviously, with some pretty strong uh, credentials. He's won 11 from 62. He's a winner of 156000 in prize money. And as you mentioned, uh, his last uh, few runs have certainly, his figure form reads uh, quite poorly. He's been racing against some of the best horses over in New Zealand. Uh, all of them have been from stands in uh, in recent times. However, his mobile record reads pretty well. He's had 30 starts from the mobile for six wins and seven placings. And getting back to the mobile here, you would imagine should help. The horse trialled at Melton throughout the week. Uh, he had a soft trial. He won his trial. He, he led, worked to the front and uh, pretty much was well controlled. It was a 158.8 mile rate over the 1,700, 56.8 last half and 27.9. And despite Stir Me Up and our Fire and Delight uh, and Sweet Annie May not uh, finishing too far away from Coravalli Star, Kate Gath really nursed this horse at the trials. And I think there was plenty in reserve and I just feel on class. He looks the horse to beat. Obviously, there's always, obviously a question mark, you know, with the travel. But look, at the trials, he, he was good and uh, I, I think he'll be hard to beat. From eight, Franco Novelist, who I think is a very good horse. Uh, he, he's drawn inside the second row. He'll certainly lead a little bit of luck. He's won his last uh, past two starts at Yarra Valley and he went to the Riverina and won well there. He's got a really big finish on him and he just needs a bit of daylight. He follows out Cemetery Bay, who normally begins well. So I've gone 10 from 8. I think 5, EMG McRae. She's a lovely filly. She very rarely runs a poor race. Bit of an awkward draw barrier 5 uh, in where she ends up. If she goes forward, she'll do her, her fair share of work. If she goes back, she'll certainly need a bit of a work uh, trail to get into the race. And one Cemetery Bay who gets a nice draw. So, look, 10 on top from eight and then five and one for mine. Yeah, I've got the 10 on top as well. 10, five, four and seven, Rob, my thoughts in the, uh, the opening event. Race two, second heat, Gordon Rothicker Memorial Championship. Uh, Damasus is out. Uh, Andy Gath has uh, another very strong chance here in Magnetic Terror number nine. Yeah, look, I thought there were two main winning chances for mine. Uh, I thought six, uh, Gypsy Princess and, and nine, Magnetic Terror. I thought they would fight to finish out. Uh, Gypsy Princess, uh, look, she she ran well in that race at Bendigo last day. It was a pretty strong 70-89 class uh, race. They went 
Really solid time, 155.5, 56.4. There was a bit of depth in that race. Ideal Escape, who won the race, uh, goes around later on on Saturday night in uh, the free-for-all company, you know, taking on horses like Outlaw Man and Bulletproof Boy and has given a good chance. So you, you can probably say that that form race at Bendigo was pretty strong. Uh, look, she's probably better suited over the short course rather than the, the middle distance, which might make her a little bit vulnerable. But I thought she could press forward here and be a really strong chance of finding the lead. And if she finds the front, I think she'll take some running down. If she doesn't lead, I think certainly nine magnetic terror becomes the, the, the winning chance for mine. So I thought they'd fight the finish out. I think the racing pattern at the start is going to be really important about the chances of Gypsy Princess. But six from nine, Magnetic Terror, who's second up from a spell. He'll certainly strip a lot fitter. Uh, he'll get home really strongly. Ten, he's Charlie's Angel. Look, he's a hard horse to catch. He's got his uh, his little quirks. But, look, I think drawing a second row helps this horse uh, to, to perform at his best these days. And I think he'll be running on really strong. Strongly, and four Uar Lister, who's going really well. So six from nine, and then ten, and then four. I like the nine magnetic terror, Rob. My tips are nine. Two Pesci from the better gate. He doesn't often draw well, or it's been a long time anyway. Eight Rosarito Miss caught the eye last start. Seven I'm Shadow Boxer. Nine, two, eight, and seven. Allied Express Trot is race number three, and um, well, there looks to be a lot of chances here. Yeah, tricky race, uh, very tricky race. Uh, you sort of can go through a number of these horses and you can probably shuffle your selections around a bit. Look, I suppose I've gone for eight iron love. Look, he did finish fourth in that Breeders' Crown, four-year-old final behind Kiang Chucky, Aroha Koei. So I suppose I'm, I'm reading the, the depth of that form for a race of this colour, but Draws inside the second row. He's going to need a bit of luck. Nathan Jack, obviously, he's uh, a brilliant driver, so he can weave some magic. So I've tipped him on top in a race where, again, not super confident about. Five Jakarta, I think, is going well enough for this race. Uh, he hasn't been too far away. I think getting back off the front row should be a really big plus for him. I can see him winning the race. Uh, I think he'll run well. I think Seven Ebony's Avenger, she's on the quick backup. I love Mayors in form. I love Mayors on the quick backup when they're in form. She ticks all those boxes. She's going really well, this horse. And Nine, Naked Ambition, who's never too far away, was a winner two starts ago. So good race, lots of chances, eight, five, seven, and nine. Yeah, definitely lots of chances, Rob. I, Naked Ambition's a, a mare that uh, I seem to be able to get at the right time. So I thought she was well enough placed back row. She can work her way into it. I, I expect she'll be at um, some sort of value here. So to be able to be backed each way. Nine Naked Ambition, five Jakarta. Um, Jakarta hard to follow, um, but at the same time back to the front line, although she did, he did gallop uh, at Geelong, overcome that error to win. Um, seven Ebony's Avenger as you said mere in form it's, it's a huge plus for her and she's got a bit of quality about her and obviously Kiang Sambuka as well so numbers 9574 race 4 this is the 1200 metre race uh, Alan Mance Motors uh, pace and um, I, I look I, I actually cannot with any confidence at all leave out any horse in this race it's very hard yeah and this is a race that I think I have found one that I think 
Might be over the odds, Danny. Uh, it's a, it's such an even race, but I think the draw here should help Lorimer Major, who draws barrier one at this stage, providing the emergency doesn't uh, get uh, does come out. And I think barrier one over twelve hundred here for Lorimer Major might be an ideal draw. This horse has got gate speed. It's also uh, equally as good with a sit. I think the speed obviously comes outside of it with over the odds, Jillaby Jack Sparrow and Chappie Street North who have drawn, you know, three, four and five from a saddlecloth number. And if uh, the emergency comes out, they'll draw two, three, four. And Lorimer Major's a very quick beginner as well. And I think Alex Ashwood, I like the fact that he's taken a drive over Forgot the Wallet, which, you know, gives me a bit more confidence as well. And I just feel like he's going to be on the speed and in striking range. And I think he'll get his chance here. And I think at, at good odds each way, I think I'm happy to play him. Nine cool night, eight Jeremy Wells, seven forgot the wallet. High chance the three of them will probably settle back in the field and have to work into it. And there'll be a bit of cat and mouse tactics, I would imagine, with those three horses trying to work into the race, which just might play in the hands of Lorimer Major. So two each way for mine. Nine Cool Knight comes out of some really strong form race. He's going to need some things to go right for him. Uh, if there's heap of speed on, well, obviously, they, they come into the race. Uh, eight Jeremy Wells, who uh, just had a little bit of a, or a couple of weeks between runs. Uh, he, he always goes well in these type of races. He's had nine starts over the distance for a win in four seconds. So, you know, he'll run well. And uh, Seven Forgot the Wallet, who's got the versatility to do either one or two things, fly to gate or, or come from behind. So happy to respect the horse. So two, on, two each way for mine, ahead of nine, eight and seven. I'm uh, four, nine, seven, and six. But as I said, I, I, I struggle to leave any horse out of being a, a genuine winning chance. Rob, four, nine, seven, six. First leg of the quaddy. This is the fast class. It's the DH Steel free for all. It's a good free for all. Uh, Ideal Escape uh, has bounced back to form with Alan Tormey at its last two starts. So they've really clicked. It's a good gate, and it'll be challenging for favouritism with everybody's favourite bulletproof boy. Yeah, very good race again. Lots of uh, really nice horses that are going well. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm sticking with Outlaw Man. I think Andy and Kate, you go through all of their chances on Saturday night. I think for those people that like following stables and drivers, I think, you know, playing some formulas with their horses throughout the night might be a really smart way to play because I think most of their horses have generally got winning chances and if the brakes go their way, uh, they could come up with some multiple winners and some might be at, uh, at reasonable odds too. Uh, look, I thought five outlaw man. Look, he's, uh, he's a bit of a... Uh, he strung all those wins together. He got up to that free-for-all company and, and he's really run well in pretty much all of his races. I don't think he really runs a poor race at all. It just comes down to being in the right spot at the right time when you get to this type of class. And the barrier five, you sort of look what's inside him. You know, he potentially may be left exposed again here. But look, he, he's going well. He's race fit. I'm tipping him on top five outlaw man. 
A head of eight, uh, as you mentioned, Bulletproof Boy. He's the most loved horse. We all love Bulletproof Boy. Uh, he, he's he's very much like Outlaw Man at the moment. I don't think he runs a bad race at all. It just comes down to being in the right spot at the right time based on the tempo of the race. So I think they're the two class ones here that can be right in it. Look, two ideal escape. He's going well. Again, this is a, you know, he, he competed really well, didn't he? Two runs ago in that Pride's Easy Feed uh, Cup uh, at Bendigo when second to better Eclipse and he defeated Outlaw Man into uh, third spot. He gets a draw. He's in form. Uh, you know, he's he's on his local home track. Um, he knows his way around pretty well. He, he'll run a very good race. And uh, seven, uh, triple eight, you know, he's uh, probably getting on in age now, but, you know, he, he's he's always a chance, isn't he? So five, eight, two, and then seven. And uh, this is uh, the uh, free-for-all. I like Bulletproof Boy from Ideal Escape. 825, Outlaw Man and 7, Triple Eight, Eight Two Five and 7. Rob, the sixth event. Now, this is a good race. You can come up with a, a lot of chances here. It's the Ken Morton Memorial Trot, but uh, an even uh, field, I think, with a number of chances. Yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's an interesting race. Um Look, again, I've settled for Andy and Kate here with Central Otago, who draws barrier three, probably a good chance of getting across the one and two, I think. Uh, Gaelic Lad will come flying out of the gate, as we know, and potentially Gaelic Lad finds a front. Central Otago might be leaders back. He, he did make up ground on Gaelic Lad last start when Gaelic Lad led and Central Otago was three back to pegs, and... The margin between uh, the two horses uh, wasn't great. It was only 1.2 metres, and I felt like Central Otago made up about four or five metres on Gaelic Lad the last time they met. And if if it does pan out where leader behind leader, there's a good chance Central Otago's got a good hope of running down Gaelic Lad. But the key is he's got to get across Love Gun and over Sun, which I think there's a high chance that might happen. Uh, if it does pan out that way, I think Central Otago's got a very good each-way chance ahead of four Gaelic lad. Look, I've always been a massive fan of Elder Baron Keeper. Uh, look, she she's a really good mare when she's at her best. She finished third behind Egret and, and Revel Stoke in that uh, Breeders' Crown Mares race at, at, at Bendigo. Again, you know, like we spoke about a little bit earlier on, that form line's really strong. I mean, she ran third behind and Chucky three runs ago, you know, he's proven that form really strong and he defeated, or she defeated Visionary four runs ago. So I think Elder Baron Keeper's got a really good hope and, and, and eight Loxley lover, we know he, uh, he's a class horse. Inside second row means he's going to need a bit of manoeuvring to, to get into the action. But interesting race, uh, three on top from four, nine and eight. Yeah, it is. It's it's a good race. Uh, Gaelic Lad four. Uh, I thought he'd be able to lead. There's a bit of speed there, but he is going so well. Elderbaron Keeper. Um, she's a good quality mare. Seven Revelstoke, eight Loxley Lover. But you can make cases for plenty of them. Looks like it'll be a, a competitive race, a good betting race as well. That's race six, four, nine, seven, and eight. Race seven is the tab. Download the app. Uh, Mayor's Trot, uh, and again, um, I came up with a number of chances here. Um, Rob, so interested in your thoughts, race seven. Yeah, another another good Mayor's race. Uh, sometimes, you know, when you have a little bit of a soft spot for a horse, you, you, you stick up for him, and at times this horse, I feel like, has got a few tricks, uh, but I really liked her run first up, and that was Sultan Sass, who draws barrier one, you know, she just needs to 
be on her A game here at the start because we have seen her make mistakes before. We've seen her not begin fast, but there's been times when she's began really well. So as long as she can be leaders back, I think she's got a super chance of winning this race. But the first 100 metres is going to be really critically important. I loved her run first up at Bendigo. Uh, she savaged the line from a long way back. And, and the way she hit the line, it sort of indicated to me that, you know, she's, she's in a good place. And I think with Sultan Sass, that's really the key to her. I think when she's at her best, she's very good. And when she's not at her best, she can be really bad. Her run first up indicated that she's in a happy place. And if she trots away here at the start and can hold up, I think she becomes a really big chance here each way. Number one, Sultan Sass. Two, Queen of Quebec, going really well. Uh, you can't knock her form. Uh, you know, she, I think the form line of Gaelic Lad and Central Otago will be franked in the previous race. I think if both horses run really well in race six, uh, you can be really confident that Queen of Quebec's got a big chance in race seven. I think we will keep a really close eye on that form line. Uh, but, you know, she, she's a good mare and she's going really well. Eight, Kiang Zena, highly talented trotter, probably from a quality perspective, maybe one of the best ones in the race, just needs a little bit of luck. Sultan Sass, you know, depending on what happens at the start with her will be dependent on the chances of Kiang Zena, but you've got to include her. And number three, Kai Valley Honey Bunny, who's won its past two. But look, one... Two and eight, they're the three for mine ahead of the three. Yeah, I've uh, I've got two, one, three, and and eight. So a similar um, way of of looking at the race, but um, it, it's an interesting race with uh, with a bit of depth there. Race number seven. Uh, the last of eight is the Jeffkins Accountancy Pace, uh, Rob. And again, I, I found it difficult here with two key chances both first up in Slight Terror and Raw for Roscoe. Yeah, Raw for Roscoe is a very good horse. Uh, he, he's he's clearly the class horse. Uh, if you sort of go back to his last campaign, I think it was, Dan, he was first up. Um, he, he's actually got a pretty good first up record, this horse. Um, and and look, if he if he if he brings his A game forward, uh, he he should be really hard to beat. He did go around uh, earlier, you know, in the season when when he was in that twelve hundred metre race first up, and I think we were half prepared to to risk him, and he just produced you know a super run to win first up. So I can only take that form line into this race, you know, with the you know with the provisor that he's going to be ready to go first up. He's got a good first up record. I tip him on top. Look, the only query here, look, Albie, who he who he who he for Roscoe follows out. Is not a quick beginner. There's really good speed. One, four, five, he and six can all begin really fast. Slide Terror is also a horse that can, you know, do different things. But Rolf Roscoe is going to have to come from last over 1,700. So it's not going to be easy. Uh, but he's the best horse in the race. Would I rush in and take short odds? Absolutely not. Um, I think it will all come down to, to what price he's at before you even consider playing. I think if he's in the red... I certainly wouldn't uh, wouldn't be touching him. I just think he'd be under the odds. One Arnie's army going well. Uh, looks a promising type. Draws barrier one. Should be prominent. Four highway to heaven. Trialed really well before its first up run. It was a nice run first up and found trouble second up. 
1700 third up yeah definitely goes in definitely goes in with a, a winning chance five hit the road jack can fly to gate we've seen this horse you know run some really big races when it can lead james herbertson in the sulky so i feel like he's going to come out absolutely umming he hit the road jack trying to lead which makes a, a genuine tempo if that happens and obviously you mentioned um you know slight terror who's a really good horse as well so Tricky race. Uh, look, nine one four five, but yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, look, I've ended up tipping one at odds here. I just thought it, the race could set up to provide a, a value winner with the two of the key runners first up, Rob. As you mentioned, with Highway to Heaven, he could improve significantly here. He he could come up at a price that looks attractive because he has got gate speed. You can find excuses for his first uh, couple of runs back. Um, look, it's, it's one of those races that I think I'd prefer to have a lot of horses in the last leg than just go narrow. And believe it or not, the outsider of the field is what I've uh, suggested it might be worth a play because it might get a soft run daylight at dawn back on the pegs and um, in, a, in a difficult race, a difficult race at least for me to sort out. It might be easier for others, Rob, but I, I found it difficult. Eight, nine, seven and one in the uh, last event. All right, best bets on the card. There's some challenging races, but they often bring about a bit of value. And you intimated earlier on that you got a bit of value uh, that you might have found among the eight races at Melton, Rob. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll be playing value for the night. I think it's that type of meeting. And, you know, I always try to tell people at the end of the day, if there's uh, eight races and you can find one winner at uh, at 10 to 1 and you stake your, your investments accordingly evenly and you find that one winner at 10 to 1 you make a profit for the night and that's always been the philosophies that I've always applied and uh, I, I think there's some horses there that we can play at value. Look, for best bets of the night, um, I think the best horse for the night that should be winning, uh, but again I wouldn't be rushing and taking short odds, I thought race 1, number 10, Coravalli Star I mean, it does have all the uh, the qualities to be winning that first race. But again, it's probably not a horse that, you know, I'll, I'll be jumping in at, at any short quote. Uh, value runners, they're, they're, they're what I like. I, I certainly thought my best roughly for tonight that I'm happy to have something on race for number two, Lorimer Major. I think it gets the right draw in the right race and probably be at the right odds to, to have, a, have a play. And I certainly thought race seven, number one, Sultan Sass also falls in that category and I think can certainly run really good races. And look, outside of those, I think horses like, uh, you know, race two, number six, Gypsy Princess. I thought race six, number three, Central Otago. Are all horses that will get their chance if, if they're right on the night. So it's a, a tricky program, but maybe Lorimer Major, Sultan Sass will be uh, the two that I'll probably be cheering home the most at, at a bit of value. I thought best bet race two, number nine, Magnetic Terror. I thought better value race uh, five, or Bulletproof Boy each way, race five, number eight. And also the race earlier, race three, number nine, Naked Ambition, I expect will be at a bit of value as well. Uh, the Saturday Night Harness Preview, thanks to the Victoria Harness uh, Racing Club. Um, get a chance, if you remember, to go and enjoy Trackside. You'll be a wonderful spot to be enjoying the racing at Melton on Saturday night uh, in, their, uh, in their new room, Trackside, Rob. Yeah, and they've got uh, one more super bonus meeting coming up, Dan at uh, Gumbauer on the 10th of December. 
the new calendar for 2024 will be uh, is currently in process of being compiled and, and those meetings will be confirmed and be listed on the club's website www.vhrc.org.au and those bonus races and to become a member a great value and I can speak personally I was fortunate enough with my own horse LaBelle Bajou having won a super bonus meeting last Friday night at Bendigo and you know you, you look at the investment of a $250 investment to pay up for your horse which I did and I've done it with a number of my horses at the start of the year that payment of that membership provides all the owners, and in my case, I've got you know my family members and and a few, a couple of really close friends of mine. They all get a membership of the VHRC. So if there's ten owners in the horse, for twenty for twenty five dollars each, you get a membership, and your horse is eligible to win fifteen hundred dollar cash bonus. And uh, that is exactly what occurred for for my group of owners last week. And uh, it it comes in really handy for Christmas. And I'm sure we'll all have a few celebration drinks as a result of it. So get behind the VHRC. Uh, You get access to the club lounge. Fantastic uh, club, great people, and they love harness racing. And that's the most important part. Yep, absolutely. Um, it's a wonderful association to be involved in. Uh, eight races at Melton Saturday night. Stall Cup meeting for the Trotters and the Pacers. Terrific venue. Great, uh, great people's stall. So that's on uh, Sunday. Plenty to look forward to over the course of the weekend, Rob, and we can do it all again next week on the Saturday Night Harness Preview. Happy harnessing, everyone.